You are listening to Creating Phenomenal for Your Life, episode 33, Confidence. This is Creating Phenomenal for Your Life. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and weight loss coach, and a family medicine doctor. This podcast is about mindset. What contributes to a life that thrives versus one that is stuck? We'll talk about many things, some related to coaching, some related to health, and some related to your questions, thoughts, and prompts. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to celebrate where we're at and give form to where we're going in our perfectly imperfect journey to a phenomenal life. And give high fives along the way. Thanks for being here. It's February. Take a slow deep breath. How's the month shaping up for you? Are you on fire? Excited? Organized? Something else? I've been playing with the idea that motivation, it comes after the work is done, not before. Which means for me, getting up, following the plan, and then being motivated after it's done. And using that motivation to create the plan for the next day and following through with it. Because the motivation before doing something isn't there. (laughs) So if you're looking for a place to start, if you're looking for something to keep going, just consider the fact that the motivation will be there afterwards and use that to inspire you to keep going. What I found over the past week, success in some areas and mind drama and procrastination in others. And I'll talk more about that later. So it's learning or winning. And last week it was filled with both. By the way, thank you for sharing this podcast. Like seriously. It's fun to receive feedback from others who say that you referred them to listen to the podcast. So thanks. It's also fun to see how it's resonating with others, giving others food for thought, giving others encouragement to continue growing their lives. Hooray. Yay for us. Today, we are building off of last week, and we're actually going to go to the other side of doubt. That means confidence. But know this, they're not mutually exclusive. Somebody can be confident and have doubt at the same time. Confidence. So let's start with your definition. What comes to mind? You hear the word. You say the word. Do you picture somebody? How they look? How you think they feel? Do you picture what they do? Like having a position that means confidence? Is it a feeling on the inside? Is it something accessible to you? Do you feel it now or have you felt it in the past? And where do you rate your confidence? You're probably asking, what specifically does that mean? There's a general confidence of yourself, but also specifically looking at if there's something you want to do, but haven't tried it before, where's your confidence there? Or how about with something that you've only done once or twice? And then something that you've done a lot. So looking at your baseline or global confidence in your whole life, And then that subject matter or that applied confidence to any specific area. Curious of where it is for you. Now let's look at some definitions. So confidence, according to the online dictionaries, firm trust, certainty of truth, self-assurance, certitude. Isn't that a great word? Certitude. It's spelled C-E-R-T-I-T-U-D-E. It means absolute certainty. And finally, the belief in oneself and one's ability to succeed. 
So you can imagine the antonyms to confidence are doubt, fear, distrust, uncertainty, stuff we talk about all the time. Note, confidence is not the same as competence. One may be born from the other, but not all competent people are confident and not all confident people are competent. In fact, I think some of the most dangerous people in the world are the ones who are confident without being competent, like when they don't know or strive to obtain competence and practice that consistently. So think of the confident student driver, like when they're first learning and the decisions that they make, that can be scary. Or how about the confident new driver in a major city, in an unfamiliar city? That can also be scary. So confidence is not the absence of self-doubt. And I don't think anyone is truly free from self-doubt, regardless of position or status or economic status, everyone has doubt. Confidence is the recognition of the doubt though, and seeing what the doubt creates in our lives, specifically seeing the obstacles that it creates. And then it's going through the doubt. Pretty uncomfortable, right? It's kind of like taking a breath and holding it. And there's a natural place where you want to release it. But going through that self-doubt means holding that breath longer. Even though you want that feeling, that discomfort to go away, it means going a little bit longer. And realizing that discomfort's not going to kill you. You can travel through it. So it's managing the discomfort. It's managing the unknown, which is a big one. Because the unknown seems scary. It seems like we're not in control, like we don't have any power and there's discomfort associated with it. It's managing that. Confidence means not hiding and not needing to hide. Like openly talking about your goals or your challenges or what you've learned or how things didn't work. It's sharing and creating connections. I went to a networking event, didn't know anyone introduced myself as a life coach, and that was a totally new experience. Like I would say it, and then the butterflies would happen, and people would look at me, kind of like I had a third eye, and I'd want to say something else like, oh, no, no, but really, I, I and offer some credential or offer some credibility, and then say, no, I'm not here to sell you on anything. Can you see the doubt? It was swimming through that. And we're going to talk about the different steps that a person can take. So I was openly sharing my goal of serving others through coaching to show people what they can't see in their lives, to help people build their lives and live out that passion that's currently bottled up and kind of tucked away and hidden. And that's what I'd been doing about this goal. (laughs) So it was swimming through the doubt. It was managing that uncertainty. It was not hiding. And... It was practicing. And that's the fun part. Confidence is doubting the doubt. Maybe even laughing at the doubt because it's always there. It's just there in a different level. Seeing how it shows up, seeing the language that the doubt uses, and how we naturally react. How we want to push that discomfort away. And sometimes we'll do anything to make that discomfort go away, including quitting. So try this exercise. And I'll bring it up at the end if you don't have time to do it right now. Take out a piece of paper and a pen and write down your goal, your dream, 
what you challenge yourself to do, what you want to be, what your heart beats for, whatever it is, write it down. And now put your pen down and just see what comes up. Because after you openly write it out, the mind gets to work. So what are those automatic thoughts for you? Does it sound like this? It's easy. No problem. Let's get to work. Or maybe something like this. That's going to be hard. I don't have time right now. That's for someday. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know if I can do that. Notice those responses and see what they bring. Is it motivational, inspiring? Is it doubt, uncertainty, insecurity, fear, something else? What is it for you? So confidence is doubting all that stuff that comes up. And you can self-coach and work on your mindset. Even if you don't know how it's going to happen. Even if you believe that you have to know all the steps to make any changes or you need certainty that it's going to work out, you can coach yourself through this. You can shift or change your mindset. That's where the confidence comes in. It's recognizing the challenges or the obstacles or those ingrained patterns of thinking, followed by discarding what's not functional, letting go of it. And then it's trying, trying something new, trying a different way of thinking and evaluating how did it work and learning from that, and then tweaking and trying again and learning, and then tweaking and some success will come, and then doing it again and creating more and more success. Confidence is knowing that you can walk into the unknown and you can figure it out. And it doesn't matter what's in the unknown because you can figure it out. And what it takes is evolving into a new version of yourself who is following those steps and taking action. You know, we can never be comfortable and grow in a meaningful and impactful way. It just doesn't happen. Believe me, I've tried and I've quit over and over again because I couldn't outsmart myself long enough to get to success. I couldn't hold on to the belief and the motivation when the fear and the doubt were so uncomfortable. They would win and I would quit until I learned differently, until I learned how to manage the discomfort. We all have confidence that we can carry over into something new or different that we've never done before. So we have that intrinsic belief in ourselves to learn and grow and figure it out and not quit. That part's essential, not quit, because it is so dang easy to quit. When you don't quit, you don't have to start over. Pretty amazing. So we all have that intrinsic belief that we can apply to something new and we can grow that confidence as we develop competence in it. Pretty awesome, right? What are the steps to confidence? Here they are. Acknowledge that you have stuff. You do. We all do. That stuff means limiting beliefs and doubt and hesitation and patterns, our mind patterns that lead to quitting because it's uncomfortable. We all have the desire. We want it to be easy. We want it to be now. It should have happened yesterday. Whatever it is for you, acknowledge your stuff. And then recognize when it comes up. Because it will. 
traveling into the unknown, doing something new or different. If our reserve levels are down, our stuff comes up. The next is to not apply a label to it when it does come up. So because your stuff is up, because it's spread out all in front of you, doesn't make you bad. Doesn't mean you lost. Doesn't mean you're the person that you used to be that you worked so hard not to be. Doesn't mean you've failed or that you're not successful. Here's what it means. Your stuff came up and you're probably doing something new or different or trying something new or different and those habits, they just came back. And that's all it means. You don't have to worry about labeling it at all. I just gave you the label for it. (laughs) Your stuff came up and that's it. And then you can pause and apply compassion to it. Compassion to you, compassion to the situation, compassion to the trigger, or you can just say, huh, it came up, there it is. And then you can trust that you can figure it out and you can commit to continue moving on. Remember that why, that goal, that dream, that thing that your heart is longing for? Remember that and get back to work. And part of that, you can create connections with others. You'll notice this. It takes a lot of confidence to share our experience, especially when it doesn't go well in our own eyes. So you know that, right? The risk with sharing, especially something that seems a little vulnerable, that creates confidence because we learn how to trust ourselves, how to pick ourselves back up. And all of those steps, you know what it creates? It creates to seeing and feeling confidence and that sense that it's just going to work out. So I've been creating work as a coach for over a year and you know what comes up? My stuff. Each time there's something new or unknown or out of my control, my stuff comes up. There's lots of opportunities to swim through the doubt and note my swimming metaphorically Ranges between barely keeping my lips above the water to breathe, to dog paddling, to swimming a nice freestyle with good form. (laughs) It depends on the day. What it really actually depends on is how much self-coaching I do and how much I ask for coaching from others, the people that I trust to mentor me in this way. So here's an example. My business email account. So that's what a lot of my work references. Probably I mention it at least once in every podcast. It's received some concerning anonymous emails. We'll just leave it at that. And you know what this brought up? Stuff. My stuff. What's happening? Why is this happening? What does it mean? What's going to happen? What about all the people that know me at this email address? So I had to follow my own steps. Acknowledge the stuff came up, the flood of thoughts and the emotions that it created, and not label it, not make it personal, to take a step back and be very objective. This doesn't mean anything about me. And then apply some compassion. Wow. Wow. Look at what's going on inside my mind. I think in one of the podcasts, we talked about a snow globe analogy. So when our stuff comes up, it's like we're holding onto the snow globe and shaking it furiously. And then saying, why is that snow going around so fast? What is going on? And we're shaking it furiously. So it's recognizing that. It becomes personal or it is personal and we're shaking it harder. And what we can do is we can recognize that. And then stop shaking it. 
and then even set it down. So applying compassion is like setting the snow globe down and going, oh yeah, look, that snow is moving around fast. That's a good snowstorm. And then watching those particles go to the ground. That's what compassion does. It allows the particles to settle. So this was followed by an intrinsic trust that I could figure it out. I can manage the situation. I'll do my best. And I'll work to lessen the potential that this is going to happen again. And trusting that others could figure it out how to reach me if they needed to or wanted to. Because people, y'all are smart and creative. You'll figure it out. It was getting back to my why, serve others, and to see that all of this was only serving as a distraction from the work. And then getting back to work and managing it in the best way that I know how, which means the account is deleted. Things have been reconfigured. And then feeling the confidence. It's okay. It's going to work out. It doesn't matter why that happened. What it highlights are some weaknesses in the system, and I figured it out. And I made a choice on how to manage it. And that's confidence. Was it the best way? Was it the right way? Well, yeah, it was. There's more than one way. That's confidence. So that's one example, but how about you? How can you apply those steps and build your confidence to trust yourself more? Here's your reward. You get to live with more ease and flow and create more opportunities and create stronger connections. It's not free. It's not easy. Most people aren't doing it, but you're not most people. So here's your steps. Know you got stuff. Recognize when it comes up. Don't label it or make it personal. Apply compassion. Set the snow globe down. Trust that you can figure it out and others will too. Remember your why, your goal, your dream, that thing that your heart longs for and get back to work. And in the meantime, create or strengthen your connections. And that's when you'll see the confidence that you create. That's when it all comes together. Like when you're cooking and the meal comes together and it's on the plate. That's the beauty. That's the confidence. So if you want to do that exercise, here it is. Pen, paper, write down your dream, your goal, that thing that your heart longs for. Write it down and see where your mind takes you. On the other side or swimming through all of those thoughts, that's confidence. And it's confidence all along that route that you're going to swim. You get to evaluate that underlying belief system that comes up and decide to keep it or discard it. Only you get to do that. And remember that confidence is not the absence of doubt. It's the ability to manage the discomfort of the doubt or any other emotion that comes up and keep moving forward. So confidence is available to you anytime. Yes, it's risky. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Your stuff is going to come up. But the more you travel through this, the less stuff you'll have to come up and the lighter it becomes because you will become stronger and evolve into the next version of yourself.
And that, my friends, is seriously the difference between a good life and a phenomenal one. I am sending you a high five, all my best, and I'll see you next time. And if you need to reach me, you can find me on Facebook, Dina George, MD Coaching.